Greetings, beautiful. This is Julia Treat from Stepping Into the Light. I am your host, and I am thrilled to be talking with my naturopath today, Lynn Wright, one of my favorite people in the world, who, if you've heard me talk about her, she definitely saved my life. I was ridden with Lyme disease for many years, and then she was the one that helped me determine what was going on inside of my body. So she got me on the right path to health and wellness, and she is now the only person that I go to that gets to check my blood out. <laughs> the only person I trust. And welcome, Lynn. Thank you for joining me again. Thank you for having me, Julia. My name is Lynn Wright. I am a naturopath, a certified naturopath. I'm also a master's prepared nurse. And I have been doing live blood microscopy for many, many years. And tick-borne diseases are something that have just really come to the forefront in the past few years. And they have wreaked havoc in so many ways. It's like every other week they come up with another type of Borrelia. Borrelia burgdorferi was the original Lyme disease. Now there are several Borrelias. There are many types of tick-borne disease. Ticks are carrying a virus, all kinds of nasty Right. nasty things and it's just ticks unfortunately as you know they're insects as well yes so i'm i just want to tell the audience that you know if you're listening to this on the podcast then um if it breaks up a little um just know it's a strange connection today uh, the camera's freezing a couple of times if you watch it on youtube just know the camera might freeze a little bit but you should be able to hear us keep keep talking you will also see my new blonde hair <laughs> so which looks thank you thank you yes i love it um i had to match my natural halo that was starting in the front <laughs> makes sense so, <laughs> so i really wanted to talk today about the connection with lyme disease and well a few things but autism being one i i know when i was you know actively working as a speech pathologist i sent several families to you Mm -hmm. When I got an intuitive hit that they needed to go see you mm -hmm. and they, in fact, um, I do know of a handful of them that their children did test positive with Lyme with your test, maybe not perhaps at their mainstream doctor or whatever you want to call it, but they not only got tested for Lyme, but then began treatment for Lyme and their autism symptoms began to go away. So that's why I felt so important that we address this today and talk to you about it. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about the Lyme and autism link and? Absolutely. Um, and of course my legal disclaimer, I am not a medical doctor, therefore I do not diagnose or treat. But we do see a lot of influence on autism with Lyme. And in fact, some kids once you treat the Lyme, the autism goes away 100%. Yes. And that's not just from getting rid of the bacteria. A lot of times it has to do with changing diet. Kids with autism are super sensitive to chemicals, especially food dyes, especially FDNC red number three. If parents just take that one thing out of the kid's diet, it makes a huge difference. Wow. But treating for Lyme, is just huge and that involves too getting rid of sugar because sugar feeds bacteria mm -hmm. especially the borrelia forms of bacteria and parents will say wow within a week of treating for lyme 
my kids' behavior got so much better. They were able to concentrate more. They had better recall. They did better in school. They weren't getting reprimanded for constantly being rowdy and not paying attention. So there is definitely a connection. And unfortunately, it's not picked up by a lot of schools and a lot of teachers. No one thinks to check for Lyme, but that is really important for so, all of the spectrum disorders. Okay. That's good to know. I mean, excellent information there. Even just without getting tested for Lyme, some very helpful information. Um, and I always say, um, well, I want to, I want to ask you first, have even children becoming maybe more verbal that were nonverbal or weren't speaking a lot? Have you seen or heard of parents saying their children is now more fluent with their speech or? Absolutely. They're, me they're meeting their milestones better. A lot yeah. of these kids have everything from delayed growth to de speech and their recognition proves, um, their to reason proves because a lot of Lyme is neurological. Neuroborreliosis is huge, especially in kids. And in kids, some of the first symptoms of Lyme actually behavior change. Wow. Kids who are reasonable suddenly become little devils. Mm -hmm. And that's the best thing. People, you know, a lot of parents think it's an age-related thing, like the terrible twos or something, but it's not. It can also occur after vaccinations. We pick kids with and food dyes, and vaccinations, climb on top of all that, you have now made a really difficult situation. Oh my it's God. not impossible to reverse though, but you have to get rid of the bacteria, get rid of the inflammation, get rid of the toxicity. And that's what I want to point out, mm -hmm. that, that you, do, you help people do that. It's not putting a Band-Aid on the problem or giving you a pill to no, make it. No, that doesn't help. Yeah, or, or saying, here, take this pill so they act better. It's like, let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's take care of what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. so your child isn't like this, I'm freaking out and I don't know how to express it, so I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's just crazy, but you, you really have to hit all aspects of it. You've got to detox. That's one of the first things. And people say, well, how toxic can a four-year-old be? You would be surprised. Yes. Um, just from the environment, the food they eat, everything they're subjected to, all the plastics, the off-gassing from plastics. Mm -hmm. You have to detox. Then you have to build the immune system. Because if their immune systems were working well, they wouldn't be having a problem in the first place. And that's huge. Kids used to go outside and get fresh air and exercise and run around. And now too many times they sit in front of a TV or they're on some type of electronic device. That's not natural for humans, especially little humans. It's a, you know, I always say it's an escape tactic. I can't mm -hmm. handle this world, so I'm going to go in this tunnel. Um, and then, you know, that'll be another conversation. Addiction can start with, you know, the video games. And then some of us are addicted to, you know, different foods or alcohol, drugs. But right. I want to ask, so I want to point out, I want to, what do you say if, if parents say, but I've never seen a bullseye on my kid, like the old wives tell, like it's the bullseye rash, like I, my kid's never been bit by a tick and they're two, but they still like, what would you say to a parent that was like, but that I've never seen a tick or anything on them? I would explain to them that not all people get the bullseye rash. Yeah, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, and you can get different types of rashes. They won't necessarily look like a bullseye. Some kids will have no sign of it other than achy joints, bad behavior. 
that kind of thing. But you also have to remember, because I have a lot of people who come and they say, well, my kid was tested for Lyme. The test said, no, no Lyme. I heard that today. Tests aren't accurate because they're looking for antibodies to the Lyme bacteria. When your immune system's not working, you're not making antibodies. That's one of the biggest reasons those tests fail. In the live blood, we see five indicators for Lyme disease. White blood cells that don't move well, white blood cells that are hypersegmented, meaning the lobes inside grow together. We see mycoplasmic cells, which look like bumpy cells. We see protoplasts, which are collections of bacteria with a layer around them that make them invisible to your immune system and antibiotics. And then finally, we see double-headed spirochetes. And what you have to remember is that double-headed spirochetes indicate one of four things. Lyme, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, syphilis, and a handful of Pacific Island-based diseases. Those are your options. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and that's what I, I love that you're pointing out, that your blood test is so different. And you do it with a drop of blood. You're, and mm-hmm. when I went, I mean, I, I still, you know, I come to you for checkups and I'm mm-hmm. still like blown away because you get so much information. Like my blood is still moving under the microscope. Um, so I can see my red blood cells and my white blood cells. And, and it's, it's amazing what you can get from a drop of blood. But it's, like you said, your blood is your story of what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I don't know if you said that, life. but that's the way I put it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the river of life. It is. It so, tells us everything. And unfortunately, when you have blood drawn, they kill it. They centrifuge it. And they don't get the whole story because of that. Yeah. So, it's funny because, you know, when I had it for, I had it five years before you, you know, before I found you and I went to probably five different specialists for, and every single one of them said, there's nothing wrong with you. Your tests are negative. And, you know, I was even getting cortisone shots in my elbows because they hurt so bad and they were on fire to the touch. Now that was the Lyme, the inflammation from the Lyme disease is what I learned mm-hmm. later. But even those doctors, they're giving me cortisone, yet they can't tell me, again, it's the Band-Aid. We're going to, here, uh-huh. let's make you feel better, but we don't know why your elbow's hot. So and a lot of times parents are just, they've been dealing with this for two, three, four years. They're frustrated. They're losing their patience. And the doctor tells them, look, it, it's nothing physical. This is a mental problem. That's what I was told. The fifth one told me that. Yeah. Uh, I had a patient who was 11 years old and she ended up being institutionalized because her mother wanted to keep trying and her mother believed she had Lyme. The father did not believe it because the medical test said no. And this poor child was institutionalized. And you, you, you did the test that showed this, the Lyme indicator. Mm -hmm. Right. And the father did not believe it because the medical doctor told them that I put the spirochetes there. (laughs) <laughs> okay. He said, well, did she ever leave the room with the slide? Did she do something with her back turned? And the mother said, no, everything. And I do everything in front of people. There's no. That's what I was just going to tell everyone. Like you're right there. You're sitting there with Lynn or, you know, if you send it in, like Lynn does this long distance by a mail, she can check your blood. Um, and she has a certain way she ships, but you could even do, I, I assume you could even do a live video like yeah. here. Uh huh. Yeah, a lot of people will do the Zoom videos or some type of video conferencing so they can actually see it. And I opened the package in front of them so they know it's definitely their blood that they've sent me. But I have 
a client who's in her 30s and her family is definitely ready to institutionalize her. She keeps talking about her ears. She pulls on her ears, scratches her ears. They hurt, they burn. She's obsessed with her ears and pulling at her hair. And Aww. these behaviors, I mean, she has, I believe she has Lyme and Bartonella and Babesia. And that's something that people don't consider with children also. But many kids end up with Bartonella and that's a tough one. That's cat scratch fever. And it's a hard co-infection to deal with, but you can, but you have to know that it's there and treat it. Now, what is, now I don't know what that is. Like, where does that come from? Bartonella is a bacteria that lives in the soil. Okay. And if you say you're out, you're a kid, you're playing outside, chances are you've got a cut or a scratch or something on your hands. You get your hands in the soil, you get the bacteria into the cut, you've got Bartonella. And it's a really devastating... Well, that kind of sucks because I love to play in the dirt myself and I know a lot of kids do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you have to wear gloves if you're going to avoid the Bartonella. A lot of people don't. And what and about the, cat scratch fever? What is that? That's the same call? thing. Cat oh, scratch fever thing. is Bartonella. And they call it that because cats have little hollow nails at the end. And they dig, if they're outside cats, they dig in the dirt, they get the soil, they scratch you, that's how you get it too. But it's not just from cats, it's in the soil. And if you're in the soil and you have a cut or something, you can get it. Mm -hmm. But if your immune system's working, you don't have to worry about it. So you were talking about the, two, the young girl, the 11-year-old and the 30-year-old, and how, and that was more of a, like the family, you know, I don't know if they had a mental illness diagnosis, but that's more along, like no. it can actually cause mental illness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like bipolar, it can cause schizophrenia, it can cause, right, all that. Bipolar disorders, depression is huge with Lyme. I know, and I had it, yes. And mm -hmm. I, they put me, that's the first thing they did was put me on depression medicine, and mm -hmm. it made me a fucking wreck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like a zombie. And then when I tried to get off of it, mm -hmm. it some kind of, like, it's not pain-wise, but there was like an electrical charge in my brain that would happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the doctor said, because of that, it means you shouldn't get off of it. And I'm like, what? I said, I'm trying to get off of something that you put me on. And so mm -hmm. I, what I did, and I'm not telling anyone to do this, but what I did is I would mm -hmm. shave off particles every day and I take it. And then the next day, barely anything more. I, it was so gradual because mm -hmm. I knew it was not good for me. It made me more depressed. Mm -hmm. A so, lot of times they do. I mean, commercials that are out there for antidepressant one of the side effects suicidal ideation no <laughs> way to go <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. so do you have time to talk a little bit longer sure okay i just wanted to talk about also that i know babies can even well at least from what i've read or heard that can can babies can it be passed like like how do babies get it or can babies get it or do they even know now there is controversy controversy in this country Okay. Most doctors will say it can be passed, but we're not sure. But in Canada and other countries, they're saying it's through the placenta. They're also proving now that babies can get it through breast milk. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, I know when I was doing speech pathology full time, when I was working as that, I had whole families that have Lyme disease. Oh yeah. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like I knew, and here's the thing I've always said, you know, back in the day, I would question God, why did I get this? Like, why did I get this? And I understand now I had a lot of buried stuff <laughs> that was affecting my immune system. But I also feel like I got it 
because now I know who needs to get checked for it intuitively. Mm -hmm. And whether it's clients I'm speaking with online, um, mm -hmm. it's like, I'll just know that they, or their child. So, and I always send them to you. That's what I do. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to have at least one of the families I know who have seen significant improvements in not just themselves as the parent, because they have Lyme, mm -hmm. but their children who are on the autism, they have the diagnoses, they're on the spectrum. Right. But they mm -hmm. saw significant improvements once they started treating them for Lyme and the detox. Mm -hmm. And taking out the dye and, you know, all the stuff you right. said. So we're definitely going to have a, I'm going to have a follow-up with that family, at least one. That's Is there right. any? Anything else you want to share that I didn't cover or we covered a lot today? <laughs> we did that. Yes. Um, just that parents should be aware and parents know their kids better than their doctors, better than the teachers, hopefully. And if your kid's behavior suddenly takes a nosedive and complaining of pain or they're not eating as well, they're not pooping as much, they're complaining about eyesight problems, any number of things. Consider Lyme. B for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or even the, like, I don't want to do anything anymore like that. I'm going to say like ADD or ADHD behave, like it can be. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. so glad you brought that up. And I, I really want to emphasize to everyone, if you could look at us, like, like Lynn does this long distance, and we'll talk at the end real quick again how they can meet you or send you know contact you mm -hmm. it's an easy thing you send them a kit you prick the finger they put it on a slide or two or whatever and they mail it back to you yes okay i am going to say this to everybody listening that i think everybody should get your blood checked this way at least once i get nothing from this i am just telling you this woman is a genius and she can help you understand what's going on in your body and then you can take it or leave it like but just think how fascinating that you could actually have this test done for you or your children just to get a second or third you maybe you've already had five opinions why don't you get something different get this type of blood test so that you can see inside your body and what's happening with your child i mean it it gold i mean i can't even tell you how many people i've sent and they followed through and they said oh my god thank you for sending me to lynn because she saved my life and i say the same thing thank you save my life so i am grateful for you and i know lynn and i are on this mission to i mean not just to bring people back to health but to get the truth about lyme out there and who knows if we'll ever know all the truth we're always learning there's more coming out about mm -hmm. that's for but sure if i can help someone feel better and get well or even get their child back like that's the least mm -hmm. we can do so tell everyone again how they would reach you if they wanted to set up you know if they want to set it up to either see you personally if they're here in pennsylvania or want to come here or if they want to do it by mail how do they find you well my office is located in holly, holly um, pennsylvania. On Shook road in holly yes and my phone number is five seven zero two three four eight five six eight and you can text or call me on that number okay you and can, do you have any info about lime on your site or is there another site that you would say go here no i i don't um but if you go to a website um ilads i-l-a-d-s dot org it's the international lime and associated diseases society it's a really good site they keep up with the latest research uh, dr cameron is very heavily involved in that that was my doctor and mine 
Yeah, he was my doctor in New York for a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna check out that website. I didn't know about it. Dr. Cameron, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the one that treated yeah. me when I did the mainstream medicine for the first mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So, great guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, the website is lynnshealingzone.com. All run together. Mm-hmm. Contact me on Facebook, on Facebook Messenger. Okay. Dried blood by mail. I send out a kit and I have you call me because I, I prefer when people actually do it as an appointment. So like from Zoom or something like that. So I have to make sure I have the time to look at it because the time issue is very important. The blood will last the way I tell you to do it for three to four days optimally. But you don't want want to send it to me on Monday and me not be able to look at it until Thursday. Oh, yes. I have to coordinate like an appointment. Some people are happy just getting pictures, photos of their blood. Other people want to see the whole process and I'm good with either way but I do send out a kit with instructions and you are to call me before you do it. And if you have any questions. Okay. Thank you for that. And I would suggest if at all possible that people do the video, like watching you live, because there's nothing like seeing your, your cells moving. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And Lynn, it's always quite the time when I go and get checked because like, I'll be, here's me. I'm like, there's a dolphin. Oh, I have a dolphin. (laughs) I'm always seeing like, there's a North star. Like, Uh Oh, Like she has her work cut out for her when I go because I'm like cool stuff. There's rainbow. <laughs> and you always have a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> we don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me again, Lynn. It's been a joy and a pleasure. And I hope we, I know that we are helping people with these um, videos and these podcasts. So thanks again. And I can't wait to thank you. do another one. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. God bless. Bye.